What's up, everybody? Welcome to Deeper Than The Surface, episode four. Today, we're going to be touching on obedience. We're going to be talking about the real Jesus, man. It is crazy. Make sure y'all tap in. It's going to be a movie. What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode. Yes, episode sir. four. Episode four. Four skis. Man, <laughs> we're so excited to film this video, man. Welcome back. Today yes, we're gonna sir, be touching back. on obedience. Uh oh. Count the cost. <laughs> Count the cost, baby. Count that cost. Count it up. Count it up. Hey, y'all want to do personal introductions real quick so they can remember who we are? Absolutely. Been a little minute since Jordy been on here. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Hey, shout out Off One. Shout out uh, Jonas. They're not with us today. Nah, but man. we do it's have Jordy back. Season, so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's final season, yeah, so you know how that is. Yeah, Everybody kind of got their things, man. All right, no one. Shout out Jonas and Off One. Shout them sure. out, yep. <clears throat> you already know, it's your boy Jordan Roberts checking in from T-Town, Thompson, Georgia. Bio major pre-med. Make sure y'all focus on the message and not on me. I got a fresh cut. This is not <laughs> Focus on Jesus. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Uh, funny. Yes, uh, David Graham, fourth year University of Georgia. Just blessed to be here. You know, you feel me? David Graham. Yes, sir. Miles Cutter, Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> but you know, I'm from the 912 Savannah, Georgia, studying entertainment and media studies. You already know I got my double minor, too. Uh, somebody said I always be flexing my double minor. I mean, it's film studies, jazz music. It sounds cool. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always talking Talk about it. Talk your job, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Next to the cross. You know what I'm saying? Understood. <laughs> Understood. So today, we really just wanted to dive into obedience, um, what obedience means, what it looks like, and practical ways in our lives that we have found obedience to be freeing, um, that we have found situations where obedience, looking back, was the best choice. So we're just going to talk about all that. We're going to get transparent, 100%. be vulnerable, be honest about it. And um, I guess I'll start it off like yeah. one verse that was on my heart today, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. What I got from this is the Christian life that we're living is ever so costly. Yeah. There is a cost to following Jesus. And, and I find in my life, it's like in my flesh, my flesh wants to do its own thing. Yeah. And so obedience is the complete opposite of what this flesh wants. Yep. Obedience is, God, I, I want what I want, but Lord, your ways are better. Yep. And so what Jesus is asking for is a surrender. Yeah. And obedience does not come without surrender. Those two things have to go hand in hand. Nope. And so when I was looking at this verse, I was like, man, this is such a good way to start us off today. Yeah, that's it, man. I think obedience at its core is sacrificial. Mm. Like you have to sacrifice yourself to be fully obedient to God. To submit yourself to God, you have to sacrifice the desires of the flesh. And we're fleshly human beings. Like we, ever since Adam and Eve, like we've been sinners on this earth. Like mm -hmm. I'm a sinner, you a sinner, you a sinner. Ever since we were born, mm -hmm. we were sinners, but we have to be sacrificial in order to be obedient because God sent his son for a reason. Mm -hmm. We have to be obedient and trust God. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And on top of that, like you said, we're, we're falling. Like ever since Adam, we've been falling. And so our nature is sinful and yeah. sin our Flesh is against the will of the spirit. Mm. So we have to deny ourselves. Like that look like saying no to the things that we get the urges to do. Yeah. Because we are human. We're gonna have urges, we're gonna have feelings to do things opposed to God. But this mm. verse says, let him deny himself. 
and take up his cross and follow me. Yeah. Do we not know like what the cross was like for Jesus? Mm. Like the cross is the ultimate representation of love. Mm. Love yeah. is sacrificial. Sacrificial. So like you said, sacri- sacrifice is a big thing when it comes it's to a big mm. thing. And it's hard to do sometimes. It too. is hard to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I'm sitting here thinking I'm like guys, sin is bondage. <laughs> Disobedience yeah. is bondage. Run from that. Run yeah. for your life. There is no hope in sin. Mm-hmm. Obedience to Jesus is freedom. There is hope in Jesus. There's yeah. no hope in that sin. There's no hope in that disobedience. It's a dead yeah. end. Following God, although your flesh may not agree, that's actually a good thing. When your flesh does not agree, man, that's praise God for that. Yes, sir. My spirit 100%, 100%. can. I need my. I need to make sure my spirit's agreeing. I, this flesh yes. can disagree all at once, but yeah. I'm going to walk in the ways of God. There's value in the spirit disagreeing with the things that you're doing. Because the spirit disagreeing with what you're doing shows that you're doing something wrong. And thank God that you put your Holy Spirit in me to be able to discern what's right mm. and what's wrong. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, salvation is a gift. Salvation mm. is a gift. Jesus Christ is a gift. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The fact that Jesus gave us, God gave us the gift of salvation is a gift. Mm. And like, why would I want to even do God a disservice by not wanting to be obedient? Mm-hmm. Like, one of the main reasons why I like to be obedient is because I know that God did not have to do what he did by sending his son, Jesus Christ. Mm. Right. You know That's what I'm saying? Real. Right. Yeah. And also, on top of that, another thing that made me want to be obedient is God loved me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. It's like my father. It's like, you know, like when you was a kid, yeah. Um, like one thing that hurt you the most is when your parents were like, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah. Mm. I'm disappointed in you. And one thing that I seen in this book I was reading, he said, no, we're not saved by works, of course. Nothing no. we can do can make God love us either more or more or less. Mm. But one thing we are responsible for is how proud of a pr- how proud of us God is. Yeah. Mm. We are responsible if God's saying, I'm proud of you, son. Mm-hmm. Or we responsible for God saying, you know what? I don't like that. That breaks my heart. For mm. me I have a quick sin. question, though. So you're talking about how proud of us God is. What makes God proud of us and what makes him not proud of us? Is that obedience or is that our work? Like, what is that? Walking righteously. Yeah. Walking righteously, obeying his command. Yeah. Like, in Matthew, it says, you know, you know, a tree by its fruit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And Jesus says, those who belong to me are those who do, does my will. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. let the Lord's face shine upon you. Let him smile upon you. Mm-hmm. The Lord mm. turns his face away from wickedness. <laughs> yes. So if we're living righteously and thriving for Jesus, then that's how we make him proud of us. 100%. And that's what the word says. The word says that Jesus came not to call the righteous, but to draw sinners to repentance. Yeah. He wants you to follow him. Like he's given a call, like if any man wants to follow me. So there's that person has a desire to right. follow Jesus Christ. This is their next steps. Right. Deny themselves, take up their cross and follow him yeah. in mm. obedience. Jesus is a call to obey him yeah. despite the cost. I'm telling you, it'll cost you some things. Some friendships you think you're in that's lifelong it can cost you. <laughs> Go back to some that relationships you think you're in can cost you. Can cost that you. job you're working, it can cost you. Mm-hmm. But all those things are so <laughs> minute when you look at eternity. Yes. The groups that you hang out with, the things that you associate yourself with, the church you go to, like it goes to everything. Like everything. obedience is a sacrificial thing. Like it's a sacrificial action, bro. Sacrificial. And it's hard too. Okay. With obedience comes the persecution. And it's like, are you willing to be looked at as if you're crazy? For Jesus Christ. Mm. And you got to count the cost. Got to count the cost. Got to do it. That's the kind of cost. Because it. that go back to this verse. If anyone who will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. 
Like you have to pick up your cross. What did Jesus? What did Jesus sacrifice for us to come? Everything. What did Jesus come? What did Jesus sacrifice? Is this verse in Hebrews? Yeah. I think. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll go to it. But it says, like he humbled himself, like he made himself Lord and the angels. He he gave up his authority, being God, to come into a servant. He gave up his essence of being God, the creator mm. of the universe, mm, the king mm, of the universe. Mm, he mm. left the throne of glory to come into a servant. He made himself Lord and the angels. Mm, the creator mm. of heavens <laughs> and the earth made himself Lord That's and crazy. the angels. He about. made himself the lowest. Like he was mm. the lowest. Nothing would have drawn us to him. And it's like <laughs> obedience is such an issue of the heart because it's like after you hear something like that, it moves you. You feel some type of way type after of way. you yeah. hear how somebody could love you like that. Yeah. Right. After you see you hear the depths of somebody's love, how far they were willing to go for you, right? And I think that since it's a matter of a heart, it's important for us to be like, oh, where do we start with obedience? Like yeah. How do I begin to obey God? Because in the flesh, it's impossible. Like, it I can't do this of myself. No. And like I said with the blindfold thing, bro, when you don't know what Jesus Christ is in your life, when you don't know what obedience is, it's hard to be obedient. It is. And I think the cry of our heart should be just like David in Psalm 51. Psalm 51, verse 10, he says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew right spirit within me. me. Because obedience is an issue of the heart. If my heart is filled with everything of this world, I can't, the capacity for me to be obedient, it's just not there. And so I need God to create in me a clean heart, renew a right spirit. God, give me a spirit that wants to obey you. He'll do it. Yeah, he will. God will do it. Mm -hmm. Your heavenly father loves to give you good gifts. I believe that God would love to just pour out his spirit among, upon you Mm -hmm. because with his spirit, you'll be more led to be obedient. Yeah. Right. And like you said, obedience is nothing that we can do on our own strength. Nope. We tried it. We tried it with the law. Mm-hmm. In the Old Testament, we see the law. The law was given to us by God from Moses. Yeah. And the people could not obey the law. The law was a bunch of rules so they can be holy. Yeah. But it's only by the Spirit of God that we're able to fully live those holy lives. And right. that, that brought me to Romans 8, um, verses 6 through 11. And it says... Um, so letting your sinful nature control your minds leads to death, but letting the spirit control your minds leads to life and peace. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God, and it never did obey God's laws, and it never will. Mm. That's why those who are under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. That goes back to saying about how we please God. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the spirit. If you have the spirit of God living in you, and remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. Mm. Christ lives within you. So you see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you need the spirit of God to come into you, to empower you to live mm. a holy life and to empower you to be obedient because we cannot do it on our own strength. Yes. And I think one thing that we always run into as Christians is that we like, man, God loves me. God sent me. God sent his son. I got all this grace. Mm. But it's like, we got to take Christianity serious. Mm. Like, Christianity is a walk with God. Mm. Christianity isn't just grace pouring out on you all the time. Like, you got to do the works that Mm. show God that you are willing to put the effort forth to pursue him wholeheartedly. You Mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. And one scripture that always just, like, irks me every time I read it. Like, this is like, wow, this is amazing. Not amazing in the fact that it's like, good to see but it's like it's scary almost you know what i'm saying mm. it's matthew 7 21 
Um, I'm going to start there. It doesn't end there. Uh, it says, not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. That's the NLT. Mm. And it's like, man, what? I can understand somebody who's in the world, you know what I'm mm. saying? Going like going to hell or something like that, but like Christians, people who proclaim Christianity, mm. not God saying Jesus saying to them, "I never knew you." That's like like whenever I first read that scripture, like I used to always run into that scripture like in middle school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, whenever people used to like post some little things on their story, like if you see this, God sees who skips or whatever like that. And it's like, bro, what are y'all talking about? Y'all taking the <laughs> scripture to out of context? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it's been revealed to me lately what that scripture is saying, what it's referring to, and it's like our destiny isn't determined by what we say; it's determined by what we do. Mm-hmm. But what you say and what you profess is a big part of your walk with God. Mm-hmm. Um, Romans ten nine through ten. Um, I'm about to pull it up right now. Y'all give me a little second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on my iPhone right now. Y'all know how that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Romans ten. Nine through ten. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Bruh, saying it is important. That's like a half of your salvation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's like a big part of your salvation. But the next big part of you truly being saved in your destiny, truly being what it needs to be by you going to heaven. Is you doing the will of God, you being obedient. Mm. Obedience is not something that we can just sweep under the rug. Mm. A big part of our lives is obedience and us professing God. And I would hate to profess God and offend him by professing his name and living a life that's super contrary to that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to be the salt of the earth. Mm -hmm. We need to be the salt of the earth. Mm. But if salt loses its flavor, we're just going to be trampled underfoot. Right. And the way we lose our flavor is be through being hypocritical. Yeah. We mm. need to be obedient. Obedient. Yeah. <laughs> like obedience is important, bro. Like it's a big thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not taken serious it's, within our Christian. You, you have <laughs> like professing with your mouth is just the first part. Yes. It's just like what James verse James chapter two verses fourteen say. Yeah. Um, they say, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but not but does not have works? Yeah. Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what Mm. does it profit? It's also faith by itself. If it does not have works, it is dead. (coughs) So you know what I'm saying? Like, you can profess with your mouth, I have faith in God. I have faith in this. Oh, I got the faith that that's going to turn around for you. But if you just sitting still, if you're sitting dormant and not putting in effort to change, then it's dead. Mm, and yes. the spirit is the evidence. You know somebody by their fruit. By you their don't fruit. produce fruit just being dormant. No. You produce fruit by going in there and plowing. You produce yep. fruit by going in there and harvesting God's, God's seed, mm. um, the stuff he gave us to harvest. Yes. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yes. So you have to put, you have to, Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. You have to work it out. You have to show. You have to grow. And it's a process. It's a process. You're not going to be perfect, but you have mm-hmm. to get up and you have to show like, hey, yep. I can, somebody should be able to look at you and be like, I can tell that person walking with God. He's not perfect yep, or right. she's not perfect, but they're walking with God. Yep. Right. When I was a little kid, I learned a little song. It was like obedience and they spelled every single letter of obedience. And they yeah. said to show that is obedience is the very best way to show that you believe. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm like, man, like it's simple. It's so simple, but we complicate it. We make it more than <laughs> what it is. It and the thing that we leave behind is in Zechariah, mm. not by might, 
nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And this is the key part. Is It's not even the part. This is the key. It's mm-hmm. by the spirit of the Lord. Me and my own self, I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough. I am not consistent enough. Mm-hmm. I need the Holy Spirit. I need the power, the strength of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And that yes. is why. It carries you. It carries you. That is why it matters how much time I'm spending with God. Mm-hmm. My prayer yes. life, those things matter <laughs> because <laughs> seven days without prayer makes one week. I'm not talking about week as in we are days, months, whatever. I'm no. talking about week as in strength. Yes. Obedience requires strength. Strength, it comes from the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And that is the key. I, I'm, And we're telling you out here, don't think that you got to go do a whole bunch of different works. Mm-hmm. When you're filled with the, with the Holy Spirit, when you're filled with Holy Spirit, the works will just come because what he's in your heart. Yes. Mm. He's already there. And that's why we say obedience is an issue of the heart. Yes. Mm. And like, what does the Holy Spirit produce? What is the fruit of the Holy fruit. Spirit? Fruit. Love, joy, joy peace, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Yep. And like what you were saying, we cannot do it by ourselves. Like Can't we have it. to make sure that prayer life is good to be filling up our spirit. Because yep. one thing I know that sometimes I struggle with, like in the morning times, like sometimes I be sleepy, I don't get my devotion in, and throughout the day I find myself being irritated fast or like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, just mm-hmm. being like not gentle or like rough. And something the Lord spoke to me, he said, Jordan, if you got to abide in me, you can produce good fruit. And mm-hmm. that told me to John 15, what Jesus says, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Mm-hmm. Neither can you unless you abide in the vine. Wow. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For wow. without me, you can do nothing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So wow. if we're not abiding in the spirit and filling ourselves up with the word of God, abiding means worshiping. Abiding means reading his word. If we're not abiding in him, it says we can do nothing. nothing. And only by him we can produce those good fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't do anything. Can't do anything. Yeah, so that's why it's important. That's why it's important to make sure that we're seeking the Lord's face. We're we're constantly meditating on his words. We're keeping on our mind we're keeping our minds on what's with things that are pure, things that are holy, yeah. things that are of good cheer. Good, good report, report. You know right? What I'm saying? So yeah. that's why we have to do that because it's such an important thing too, it's bro. Such an important it's thing. like it's almost like when you become a Christian, like when you truly profess the name of God, bro. It's like you don't want to do anything else, dog. Do it. Like it's like the things that aren't right, you don't want to do. You right. know, right. I almost definitely get that because he's our father at the end of the day. Yes, and he loves us so much. Yes, and like one scripture that stood out to me was Romans eight verse eight, and it says, "But God showed His great love for us by sending Christ to die for yes. us while right. we were still sinners. Christ we were still us. sinners. <laughs> he loved us so much that He made a plan to redeem us before the earth was even made." Like, this is mm, our father. We're mm, not yeah. talking about just this mean God. Because I feel like sometimes God be portrayed as just, oh, if I do this, he going to send me to hell. And it's like, no, he he died for you. Like, he mm, sent his son yes. for you. Mm. You have like, to accept him, though, wholeheartedly. Yeah, you got to accept him wholeheartedly, bro. Like, you got to, like, yeah, you got to look at it, man. You got you to gotta really accept the Lord wholeheartedly. And mm-hmm. another thing that I've always looked at when I was younger is um, building on a solid foundation. Mm. Um, Matthew seven twenty four. it says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise, the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. Mm. When, that rains come, when, the, when the rain and floods come and the winds beat against the house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Mm. So how, what does that look 
like to y'all? Like, how does that? Well, how do y'all feel about that verse right there? That passage of scripture. It's deep. It's truly a deep passage because there's a lot going on, right? Like yeah. the imagery that's painted is as if it's like the worst storm you've seen, like a tornado. Like think about the most drastic tornado you <laughs> Hur see, hurricane. that hurricane yeah. or whatever. Like you, you can't even fathom how much destruction is truly going on. And I think to myself, I look back in my life at times where my foundation was put in my identity, my talent, my skill in a certain sport, myself, like these things that are so volatile. Yeah. They change by like the weather. They change. Yeah. Mm. Those things are so not firm. And it's like the I need my foundation to yes. be Christ, not mm. not necessarily built on what somebody else said about Christ, but the God of the Bible. Yeah, and we're yeah. talking about Jesus Christ, the one of Nazareth. Yeah. My foundation has to be on what he says, what he teaches. Mm. The word. And, and it can't be this this God that I pick pieces of and I say, yeah. oh, God, I like this, I like this, but I don't, I don't like, like that. that. <laughs> you can't not do got, that. It's got to be Jesus be Christ of Nazareth, the one that was born in the city of Amen. David, which we call Bethlehem. Amen. That's why you got to study to show yourself approved. So you yeah. show yourself approved. Yeah. You got like you got to read the word, bro. Because it's 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 one thing because when those storm when the storm does come, that that could be different things that you know the Bible it, it, it likes to use imagery and you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not metaphor, like, metaphor yeah. Yeah. like all that type of stuff and yeah. it could mean more to it but it's even like to be caught off guard by a storm and be like wow I, I thought my foundation last that's why it's important because I gotta be obedient to the God of the Bible I mm -hmm. can't be obedient to the God that I just heard about somewhere somewhere <laughs> somewhere I gotta study this for know this for myself so. because it, <laughs> yes. it it's such a thing that I truly need I need to know yes. God for myself yes. the Bible says the hour is coming and now here, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Yep. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. Yep. In truth, they know God. They yep. know the truth of God. They know the word of God. Yes. But also worship the Father in spirit and truth because worship's not just about location. It's not where I am or who I'm with. It's a matter of my heart. I can worship God just off of the actions. <laughs> right. what, you know what I'm saying? It, we can worship it, God in here right now. We want worship <laughs> God now. Worship is a lifestyle. Obedience yes. to God yeah. is worship. Obedience right. yes. is worship and worship is a lifestyle. Right. Yeah. And like to go back <laughs> go to, go to go back to that scripture that you were saying like about the rains coming in the um on um, wind blowing. Mm. The message version I think breaks it down so good. It said these works I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life. However, improvements to your standard of living. Mm. They are foundational words, words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved the house. It was fixed to the rock. Mm. But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on a sandy beach. When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed. It collapsed like a house of cards. So mm. this saying you have to be obedient. You're hearing these words, you have to be obedient and work them into your life, or you're yeah. like the foolish, the foolish man who put his house on the sand. Yes, and it goes into multiple avenues too, bro. Like when I look at that scripture. Whenever I was growing up and stuff like that, I always was like, man, that's why I can't find my identity in all these different things. And I'm going to nuance that in a second. Um, so, like, whenever you put your identity into things that you know, whenever you put your identity in yourself, whenever you put your identity in the people that you hang around, whenever you put your identity in the church that you go to, whenever trouble comes your way, ain't no telling what's going to happen to you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, ain't no telling what's going to happen, bro, because mm -hmm. your foundation isn't built in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Like, you ain't found God for yourself. Right. If anything, you found God through other people or you right. found God through the 
institutions that you're around or maybe you haven't even found God at all. You finding yourself in things that are not of God. You mm, know what I'm saying? Mm. But whenever you truly find yourself in God, whenever those troubles come, whenever the rain comes and the wind blows and everything like that, mm. I'm thinking about that song, Rain Came <laughs> Nah, whenever all those things, whenever all those things come, it's like God is gonna be your foundation, so that stuff won't shake you. It's gonna, right. it's gonna, it's gonna most definitely beat against the house. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. says it beat against the house in the scripture, mm. yeah. but. It won't tear the house down. It won't mm, tear it down. You will not look like what you've been through as mm. a result of the storm that came into mm. your life. Right. But the scripture is also ref- could also be referring to the judgment. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it says, but anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's That goes back to obedience. That's why you have to be obedient because God is looking at that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like God is looking at your heart posture towards the concept of obedience. Mm. Yeah. You can't just be out here like, man, Thank you, Jesus. I'm a Christian. But then you just doing all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you just doing all this stuff that's not godly. You doing all this stuff that's disobedient. That's mm-hmm. why it's so impe- that's why it's so I'm about to say impedient. That's why it's so important that we look at our lives and we're like, all right, what am I doing that's of God? And what am I doing that's not of God? And one of the best things I one of the best ways I look at it uh, whenever I was growing up was if I'm doing this right now, what I'm doing currently, and Jesus was sitting right next to me watching what I'm doing, would he be happy about it? Would he be sad about it? Mm-hmm. That's one of the easiest ways I could look at sin. If I was, if I genuinely didn't gaslight myself and I was like, you know, Jesus would not be proud of this. It's probably a sin. Right. If you got to think twice about it, it's probably a sin. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's right. how I always used to look at it, you mm-hmm. know? so And to go back, like what you were saying about the heart. Yes. It's <laughs> talking about this story about Ananias and Sapphira and Acts. Mm. So in chapter five, so I'm just going to give a basic rundown, but it was these two people. Um, they had a lot of money and they sold a piece of property and they got some money for it. But um, when they was time to give offering, they didn't give all of it, but they lied and said that they gave all of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so later down to um, make a long story short, they both died. Mm. They both died. God struck them down, not because they didn't give all of their money. But because of their heart posture, mm. their heart posture towards God, their heart posture towards obedient. You can't manipulate God because he sees all of it. So that's what put the fear of the Lord on you. Like, my heart matters. Like, bruh, not mm. just what I do to hey, try to deceive others, but my, my heart. Bruh, my heart I'm matters, sorry. Bro. You good, bro. I'm sorry. You good, bro. And this is why our theology, this is why our faith in God and our our proclamation of Christianity cannot be for other people. Mm. It can't be. Mm. It got to be for God. For God. Mm. It has to be for God. God it has to. <laughs> bro, he sees it, bro. See it. Like you proclaiming Christianity and not living a life that bears the fruit of Christianity is like a slap in the face of God. Almost. Mm. And it's such a process because to be real and be honest about my life, I, I look at it and I, I realize how much honesty with God is so important, right? Because he already knows what you are. He sees what you've done. He sees the things that you will do. Why not just be honest? Why not just be like, God, I've been catching myself doing things that I don't like. I'm catching myself in things that I know, God, that you're not pleased with. And I just need your strength. But the thing is, sometimes we run and hide and we continue to live off our own strength in that disobedience, hoping that we'll get out of it, hoping Mm -hmm. that it'll get better. But why not just say, God, I surrender? Yeah. Yes. And, and God, look, I, I, I'm not who I want to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be who you created me to be. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm not happy with myself. You can be honest with God. Yeah. And yeah. the thing about God is that <laughs> He knows the groanings of your heart before He you does. Say it. And He takes the things that you think are meaningless and would never 
ever be fit for the kingdom of God. He uses it to confound the wise. Yes, he uses the things that you never thought would be used. The people who you despise and wrote to the side, he uses them for his glory. Don't get for it confused. His glory. <laughs> One thing Lecrae said is crooked sticks draw straight lines too. Yeah. You don't gotta be, you don't have to have it all right. Yeah. God's looking for the heart. He's looking for the heart, bro. He's looking for the heart. He's looking for the heart. And like you said, like, you like something y'all tell me because y'all know I struggle. Like, if I do something, like, I'll try to run it high. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. run it high. Like you said, come boldly to the throne of grace. Like, mm. I don't have the scripture pulled up, but in Hebrews, it say, come boldly to the throne of grace. Mm-hmm. There you will receive grace in the time where you need it the most. So don't run and hide with your sin. Don't run and hide when you fall short and you nope. make mistakes, but run boldly to the throne of grace. Yep. Because in Isaiah 53, verses 5, it say, but he was, uh, all of us like, sh- I mean, I'm sorry, Isaiah 53, verses 6. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We yeah. have left God's paths to follow our own. Mm. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like we all have sinned. We all have fallen short. And we all are going to continue to sin. We're all, we all are, go- all are going, con- going to continue to fall short. Mm. But run to God to strengthen yeah. you. Run to him to fulfill you, to, to fill you up. Yes. In one of my favorite books of the Bible, Romans, Romans 8 says, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Mm. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. Mm. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the body of sinners we have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by sending his son as a sacrifice Mm. for our sins. Romans 8 and 12. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by his dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the spirit, you put the death to deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. Mm. And I saw in eight Romans eight twenty three, and we believers also grown, even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of your future glory. For we long for our bodies to be released from from sin and suffering we too wait with eager hope for the day that when god will give us our full rights as his adopted children including the new bodies he has promised us we were given this hope when we were saved mm. but if we look forward to something that we don't yet have we must wait patiently and confidently mm. yeah, man. and i love that man <laughs> romans 8 is my favorite chapter in the bible not my favorite verse but my favorite chapter because right. it's filled with so too. much context yeah. but like there's no condemnation for those who belong to christ mm. Jesus. This is not a pass for you to sin, but this is giving you hope. Like, when you fall short, when you stumble, I'm not going to write you off. I'm not going to throw you away. Mm. I'm going to give you grace. Like, I, I love you. Like, yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, But you got to fully submit to him, though. You got, you you got you, to accept Jesus Christ into your life and you got bear the to. fruit. And you know people by, you know people by their fruit. Yes. Like, this is not a pass to be like, oh, I can sin and do whatever I want. Not at all. These are people you who are want in to, Christ though. Jesus. You, you shouldn't, shouldn't want, want to. to because think about the consequences of sin. If mm-hmm. you're truly saved, you shouldn't want to. Sin is sin is the door for the devil. Yes. Sin undoes what God's want. Mm. You would never be your best self if you tolerate sin. Yes. Because mm. sin, like think about this. You could do something um that you're not supposed to do that's sinful. And then next thing you know, you're battling with anxiety. You're battling with suicidal thoughts. Mm. But those thoughts would have never came if you didn't sin and let that door mm. and open that door for the enemy to play with your mind. Exactly. Mm. So you don't want to do nothing that undoes you. Easier said than done, but that's just yeah. something to keep in the back yeah, of your mind. And this verse that I look to for hope because Sometimes you 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 choose the wrong thing. Yeah. You do the wrong thing. Willingly. But there's this heart posture that says, Lord, I don't want to continue in this. No. And I look at a verse like such as Second Peter chapter one, verse three. It says, His divine power granted has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. 
through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. <laughs> Jesus is sufficient. The work that he has done is enough. Mm-hmm. And when I, I look at that, all that I need, all that I lack, all that I am missing, God's divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Obedience is godliness. Yeah. If I'm lacking obedience, yes. God, I granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. <laughs> Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I'll give you rest. Come to me. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. If there's nothing that you get from this podcast, it is just a call to come to Jesus because your best life is the Christ life. Yes. Christ life. Christ is life and it's obedience to just Christ. That's 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 life. That is freedom. That's freedom. Don't let the world define what freedom is for you because they'll tell you that your disobedience is okay. They will affirm disobedience and say, okay, that's you, that's okay. But then we wonder why we so trapped. I live like that. My own way, calling the things that I wanted to call right and wrong. Right. Only leads to bondage, but Only. Jesus Christ is true freedom. And that's the difference, though. That's what separates Christianity from every other religion. Mm. Every other religion says, do this by your own power, do this by your own might, do this by your own strength. But Christianity says, you are fallen people. You can't do you it. Are by, perfect. You can't do You're it by not your own perfect. power. Mm. Come to me. Come to me. Let me do it. Like, he's like, I'm giving you a test, but I'm giving you the answer. I'm giving you the whole answer key. You just got to use it. Use it. You, you just got the Holy Spirit. It. You just got to use it. You got to have an open heart to it, too. Mm. Your heart yes, can't bro. be hardened towards it. Can't be hardened towards it. Cannot. You got you to gotta submit to the will of God, for sure. Right. You got to. For sure. And it's like, I have a list of reasons for me to be obedient. And I think we can end it with this. Mm. Um, everybody can just kind of list off the reasons um, if they want. But my reasons are, God has been too good to me. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, mm. God has done too much things for me. God has opened too many doors for me for me to not want to be obedient towards him. It's like the least I can do. You know what I'm saying? Like we are God's most sinful creation, human beings. Like the sun rises every single day. You know what I'm saying? The Mm -hmm. wind blows every single day. It obeys what God wants it to do. Mm. Human beings, we sin every single day and God still sent his son for us. You know what I'm saying? And And God has been too good for me to just be like, Okay, I'm still gonna do what I want to do at the end of the day. Like that's not that's not worthy. I'm not doing God. <laughs> I'm not giving God the best version of myself when I do that. Another reason is because it keeps me in check. Obedience stops me from destructing myself. It's almost mm-hmm. like through God giving me these guardrails in my life, I'm stopping myself from veering off the road and getting in an accident yeah. on the other yeah. side of the road. That's you know true. what I'm saying? It's almost like a highway. That's true. Um, and another reason is I don't want to be hypocritical. I feel like as Christians. Next to wanting to be obedient to God, the next thing we should want to do is show others what God can do in our lives so that they can come to God too. Mm. What good are we as Christians if we have this salvation from God and we don't act on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what good are we if we don't bear the fruit of Christianity and be obedient towards God? Mm. Like, if I say, man, I'm a Christian, I'm posting scriptures on my story, I got a scripture in my bio, I'm going to church every Sunday, but then I'm over here doing things I ain't got no business doing. People seeing me like, oh man, I saw you last night at this, I saw you last night at that, or you was going crazy at this, you were going crazy at that. Mm. But I'm a Christian though. If somebody sees that and they're not in the faith, they're going to be like, what is this? Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like this is, There's no distinction. Mm-hmm. But whenever you have a clear distinction that you are a Christian, you're the salt of the earth, salt makes things savory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Too much salt <laughs> can make somebody like, hold mm. on, what's this? Yeah. And that's what we should be doing as Christians. People yeah. should be like, 
hold mm-hmm. on, what's so different about this person? They should be able to tell off rip. You off shouldn't rip. even have to say a word. Right. You'll throw a tree by tree mm. there. But hey man, <laughs> but something you said that just reminded me of a verse of in first yeah. Corinthians nine, verse twenty four, about being a hypocrite and about people seeing you and being like, Wait, that ain't God. It say, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. Yep. Mm. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Mm. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Mm. So mm-hmm. do you want to preach to other people the gospel and teach other people how to live? But you're not doing it too. You're going to disqualify yourself from the eternal reward. You're going to mm. disqualify yourself from the eternal prize that um, Paul is talking about. Yes, man. Mm-hmm. So yes. that's a fact. You still got some more on your list? Nah, I'm mm-hmm. done, man. Yeah. That's my list. I think um, just trying to be honest too, like Bible says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, like we're not robots. We're, we're people who love God mm-hmm. and God has saved us, kept us, redeemed us, done all these great things, but in our hearts should be love towards God. So I guess my why as to, you know, why I want to live in a life of obedience is love for God. Um, Also, there's nothing else worth living for than Jesus Christ. Mm -mm. (laughs) This is eternity, (laughs) bro. We talking eternity. When I was living for myself, the things that... Where fun were just fun for a moment. There was nothing long lasting. Mm-hmm. I feel like those things that you thought would fill you left you even more empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I look at it and I'm like, man, God, obedience has never left me so full. Mm-hmm. Like obedience has never left me feeling dry. Mm-hmm. God has always come through for the obedient. Yes. And and I just I'm like, God, that's I just want I want to be near to you. Yes. I want to the, the Bible says that David was known as a man after God's own heart. Yes, man. You can't get that title without obedience and surrender. Not at all. It, it takes sacrifice. And that's why we just want to encourage you as a listener to count the cost. Count the cost. Yeah. Really and truly evaluate what there is to this faith. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> sacrifice, is it really sacrifice if it's what's setting you free? You said what? Sacrifice. Yeah. Is it really sacrifice Is it if it's what's really setting you free? Like, what is really worth your freedom? What, what is worth holding on to that could cost you that freedom? What good is it for, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So is it really sacrifice? Is like, it wor- <laughs> why are these things so appealing? Like, flesh, God, <laughs> It's the flesh, bro. And that's why I'm We're saying it's like, the flesh. count the cost because... You can't live for this flesh and live for God. Them two things are contrary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they they butt against each other. So it's yeah, like contrary. That's a simple answer for my why. I feel like as a viewer too, find your why. Find your why. Yeah. Examine why you you don't question yourself, but it'd be like, why am I being obedient? Because some people, you, it's all you've known your whole life is to, oh, go to church, go through the motion, that kind of stuff. But really, yeah. examine this is a relationship. Like God, I, I do this because I love you. Yeah. That should be our answer. Is that I do this because I love you. Yeah. And I grew up in the church. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like. My dad is a pastor, mm-hmm. so I grew up in the church environment. So all I knew was obedient teachings. Mm-hmm. But when I got to college, like I said in the first episode, I really found Jesus for myself. I found God for myself, and I realized what obedience really meant. Mm-hmm. Why I, I knew what obedience was, and I knew how to act it out, 
But now I know why I feel the inclination to be obedient. And that mm. was all coming together. And I feel like as we grow in our faith and as our faith takes its shape in our independence, mm -hmm. God is just showing all of us like light bulbs along yeah. this dark path he that is. we're taking. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's answers to the test, for sure. Um, but one thing you said that really um, stuck out to me is, like, you've never seen God leave the obedient. And it reminded me of a verse they said, like, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Mm. Yep. Like, God will never leave the righteous. Mm. But um, God, reward, God rewards those who diligently <laughs> seek him. Yeah. Seek first the kingdom of God. God. And all, all of these things will be added up to you. Yeah, man. But my why is intimacy with God. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, our Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. Mm. Yeah. And God is our father. We are his children. God calls us his bride. You know what I'm saying? So you want to be intimate with the father. God mm. calls us to be intimate with him. In Psalms 27, he says, my heart has heard you say, come and talk to me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Your mm. face, Lord, I will seek. Mm. You know, so sin distances the love. Not the love, but sin distances the intimacy with God. It it's kind of like a partner. If you're cheating on your partner and you're doing things to your partner, uh, not showing them love or not giving them the right attention, over time, you're going to put a barrier in between. The love is going to be there, but the intimacy is not going to be there. So it's like, why do I want to sin? Why do I want to disobey God when I'm going to lose contact with the creator of the universe? Mm, yeah. Look, it's, it's, so, it's just something about being close to God. Mm. It's just something about... The walking Lord in God ordering your steps yes. walking with God the Lord whispering to you son don't go there son that's gonna lead to that or son go this like it's just something about intimacy with mm -hmm. the father so it's just like, like it. I try my best to be obedient and walk on the narrow path because I don't wanna lose the intimacy absolutely. with the Lord yeah. absolutely yeah, I th I, there's one last thing I wanna add I know we, we going on but <laughs> It makes me think of like, hey, this saving somebody right now. You know, what I'm saying? it makes you think about your anointing. Yeah, like <laughs> obedience. It just makes that anointing so much sweeter. So much, sweeter. so much sweeter. Like I feel like being disobedient robs me of all that the Lord has wanted mm. to do for me. Yeah, right. So, yeah, man, just count the cost. Examine yeah. it and really search out, man. Like, are these things that the world says are so valuable, really that valuable in the light of eternity. Yeah, man. Like my teacher used to have a sign in her classroom that said, 10 years from now, nobody will remember the shoes you wore, the way your hair looked, <laughs> the clothes you put on. But it was things that we cared so much about. I'm going to put that drip on, man. I got to be dripping. Yeah. But it's really like, <laughs> what really matters and what is really worth it? Yes. And then that's a good place to start. Right. It's a real good place bro, to start. what you do in Christ Jesus will last forever, bro. What you do that's with right. Jesus Christ determines your life. Yes. Yeah. It, He's what is done bro. with him and his word? Yeah, man. <sighs> He's the Boy. only way. Jesus Christ is the only, only way. way. The one of the Nazareth life. The the one the one yeah. from Bethlehem, right? Yeah. The one the one from the, <laughs> the city of, of David. The, the one, one born of, of a virgin. Not, the one who sits at the right hand of God. Not not the European that you see those pictures of. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm talking about Jesus of Nazareth. I just want to be clear because yep. it's it's Jesus of Nazareth, the one that says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." That that, that, Jesus, that, that Jesus, that's the Jesus we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, not the one you made up. Not the one that but we sometimes make up. Nah, we, we, we talking about the Je yes. yeah, we yeah. talking about the Jesus of Nazareth, man. Jesus, the sure. one that is, is Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Like that's who we talking about. That's yes. what we talking about. I am that I am. You know what I mean? So, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> and you want to know how we get that? You want to know how we know that? Mm. Through reading His Word. Read his it word. all starts with us reading His mm. Word and studying His Word, bro. Yeah, that's what it all comes down to. We got to mm. find the Lord for ourselves, and I feel like one of the main ways you can do that is reading His Word and seeking counsel and being around people who you can talk to that mm. about. Yeah, 
And man, the Lord loves you, man. Come to him, man. He loves you. Look, if y'all have any questions about what we said or you seeking mentorship or somebody like you trying to walk with the Lord, hit us up. Like yeah. our IG is in the bio. Like if yeah. you want to talk to us, like how do I walk? And obedience to the Lord. How do I walk the narrow path? What mm. are some concrete ways that I can live this thing out? Hit us up. Hit yeah. me up. I'm pretty sure y'all good. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, I don't mind. Like, we we we're not here to convict. We're not here to make y'all feel like oh, I just have to be perfect. I'm going. We're just here to show y'all the love of God and yes. why obedience matters. And why, if you pick Jesus Christ, it will literally it will never set you, you free. It will yep. be the best thing you ever do. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Man, we come out here. We come out here humble. Like, and then yeah, we're I still am grown. not perfect. <laughs> we're still learning. I am not so perfect. Don't look at us. Don't <laughs> we need look at disclaimer on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at us and think, oh, day, yeah. Like, don't look at us and think, oh, these people are perfect. Now nah, we we're growing by the grace of God, yeah, and yeah, and it's what we're learning and. And when you take on that relationship with Jesus Christ, you learn that, man, it's not so much about what I get right, but it's just my heart. It's the sweetest thing to see your heart change. Yes. Because that you look a little bit more like Jesus. As, as that heart changes, you're looking more like him. And that's yes. that's what we're after. That's and this is the whole purpose. These want deeper conversations that get you thinking about God, get you yeah, thinking man. about how you can follow God practically where you are right now. Yes. You don't you don't have to have the platform. We, we all don't got a platform. We just humbly, you know. Yeah. You're talking about so, Christ, man. Yeah. We, we humbly talking about Christ. Humbly bro. talking about Christ. Because it's not like this is a popular thing to do for real, for real. It's not like it's popular. We're counting the cost, though. Counting We're counting the cost, the cost yeah. man. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ is worth my life, man. He's worth it all. Like, he's worthy it doesn't matter who I look cool to. It doesn't matter who I'm friends with, for real, for real. Like, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. You know what I'm saying? And he's never going to lead or forsake, leave or forsake me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So... This is it, man. This is it. Yeah. We good. Sure, bro. Yeah. Y'all got any closing? Uh, like Jordan said, man, just like hit us up if you have any questions, bro, because this is a very, very sacrificial thing. It's a narrow gate. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We want to make sure that if y'all have any questions, y'all can get answers. And if it's not through us, we can always point you in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So does anybody want to pray us out? Yo, what you? I got you. All right. <laughs> Father, we just come before you in prayer, just acknowledging, Lord, that you are who you say you are, God. And Lord, you are faithful. You are true. And God, all your words are true, God. Amen. And Lord, I pray that God, as you're still working in our hearts, God, allowing us to just see you more and just to follow you more deeply, God, and closer, God. Yes, God. We just ask the Lord, we would just be obedient by your power, God, by your strength, Lord. Lord, the old life has nothing to offer us, God. We want what you have, God. You're so much better. Yes, God. Lord, the things of this world don't even compare, God. So we just come before you. We ask God for a covering over the viewers, God, that is there embarking on their journey with you, God, that you just fill them with the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Amen. Spirit, um, touch them, keep them, guide them. Amen. And Lord, as we turn our eyes on Jesus, the, the, the Jesus of the Bible, the Jesus, the, the living God, Amen. the one who rose from the dead, we look to you, God, not a Jesus of that, that people will make up, but we look to the real God, the Amen. living God, Thank the one Jesus. who lives. And we, we turn our eyes to him and we say, Lord, we need you. So, God, we're here just asking for you to cover us, to keep us, and let this um, podcast um, accomplish what you want to accomplish, Lord. And we give you all the glory, the honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That was great, bro. Man. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. That was great. I'm so glad that y'all watched today, man. I hope y'all got something from this episode. If y'all have any questions, hit us up. And, man, just walk out the life, man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's I hope it. this episode encouraged you. I hope this episode bless you. And, yeah, man, my name is Miles. Name is Jordan, David, and this is the DTS. Oh, what were we about to say? Oh, you about no, to say something? No, you and this is the DTTS <laughs> podcast signing out. <laughs>